0: Get together so that they can try things.
1: Hello and welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus.
0: And that's Nick. What was with the long delay? What do
1: you mean with, with the long delay?
0: You said, i Marcus, and then you paused for, like, six beats. Oh, because I was then doing you a, said it. a hand gesture towards you. Oh, see, I wouldn't have seen that because you haven't shared your screen with me. I can't see you. I did. You. It's un-professional, right there. It's Unprofessional. Right there. I'm looking at the shared screen. I, I, I don't have it. You have it closed. Oh, see, up. it's because I was watching yours because you were playing a game. Mm. Guys, welcome to <laughs> Now Try This, where Nicholas is the unprofessional one, not Marcus, because Marcus did everything correctly. Guys... We're excited to be here today. We're finally back on a schedule. We were here last week. We were doing Scream. We're here this week. We're doing Ted Lasso Season 3. And next week will be my challenge. I will tell you what that is in a second. But first, Marcus, it might not be very beginning of the month, but it's really close. Mm And at the beginning of every month when it's really close we do a special kind of something we kind of get into it with our fans we get down and dirty with our viewers we get up close and personal with the participants of this podcast
1: Marcus it's Patreon time oh I was wondering where that was leading I was like I don't remember having sex with any of our fans you haven't? one okay (laughs) I I i
0: i have nothing to say. Please continue your day to talk. I don't want to incriminate myself.
1: <laughs> Darren waves in the chat. God, uh, that would be
0: so f- freaked if you were just like, oh, Darren, you listen. <laughs> 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 never, never, never. Oh man.
1: Okay. Nick, once a month, we mm-hmm. go over to patreon.com slash now try this cast. You didn't dab. We- you did it wrong. Do it again. No, you got to dab where the slash is. We you're, go you're... to Patreon slash NowTryThisCast.com. No, that, that was Patreon? wrong. That was wrong.
0: It's, it's <laughs> Patreon.com slash NowTryThisCast. That's how you do it, Marcus.
1: Come on. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, we do the there, minor leagues over here, I'm in the majors. <clears throat> we go to that website and we post. And we say, please, please send us. Send us your things you want us to try please by golly G please send it to us because we are we we are tired of he, trying each other's stuff. We want to spice it up, change up the pace and uh, then you give us stuff to try and vote on it and we have to do it And this is a weird one because this, month we are doing a challenge that we've done already (gasps) first time in the podcast history history history. so back way back in the day i think i gave you ted lasso i think it was your first challenge when we came back Mm -hmm. it was a great show it was new it was fun it was exciting i fell in love with it immediately and they wanted you to try it with me and now the fans have challenged us to watch ted lasso season three so this would be a good opportunity to catch up see where you were Were you already watching season three did you fall off kind of what did i fall off and catch up and see how uh, we feel about the show how many years later
0: i just want to correct myself before someone else corrects me it was your second challenge on mm-hmm. season two of now try this your first one name it do you know your first one your first challenge coming back to the show <laughs> no hades
1: How's it going? Hey, this is How's a great a game. Hold still, You guys
0: can go check out those old episodes because they are golden. But yeah, no, I'm so excited about this because one, because it was a show we were really high on and I want to see how we are talking about it now and what we think about it. It's either going to be very exciting or very bad. Oh, uh, Tazam in the chat said he binged season two of Ted Lasso episodes one through four today. So just so you know, we're doing season three today so yeah. i'm so sorry <laughs> apparently our fans can't read i'm so sorry t well you know he, come he back in text a, come back in a year
1: come back in a year and I, then you'll you'll be all so i want to say did i miss oh he meant season three i was gonna say he texted me today asking me and i said that would not, have been. yeah he said okay is ted lasso stream about all of season three or just a couple episodes and I was like, "It's about what is out so far." And he said he's going to watch it. So thank you, T, for joining us and watching the stream. I really wish he watched the wrong season. That would have been so funny. That would have been very funny.
0: But yeah, and I'm, but I'm also excited because it means that the fans just gave ups permission, ups permission. It gave us permission to do the same thing. So I'm already starting to like wrap my head around. Oh what did i only make marcus watch an episode of or two episodes of mm-hmm. or the first mm-hmm. season of or the first in a season? like are we getting princess diaries too soon like what like yeah. where are
1: we going american
0: you know? mall 2 or just yeah, American be fair, mall again to be fair you've been doing that with Die Hard this whole time but i <laughs> haven't been because i just felt weird about it now nah, legend of box machina season it. three yeah listen i'm all about it season two was fire honestly maybe i should give you that but yeah i'm I'm so excited to talk about ted lasso i'm so excited about our patreons being wonderful fans and giving the giving this to us some of our fans are already on the discord talking about what they want to give next month mm-hmm. guys and you can join that discard discord you can give us suggestions you can vote on the suggestions and much much more coming soon if you go to patreon.com slash now try this cast but, uh, Marcus, without further ado, I want to tell you what we're doing next week. Because next week, it's finally back to me, baby. We did Scream. We did a Patreon challenge. It was your challenge before that. It's finally back to me. It's been a long and time. I, and I have a challenge for
1: you, good sir. Oh, you have a challenge for me? I have I a have challenge it... ready to go. What? Mr. Nick has a challenge. I you said it sound confident. Go take, do it again. What's your I challenge? I just checked it. It's been a month. My last
0: challenge was The Perfect Match. It was a while ago. And now it's time for me to give you a challenge that was and a I am a long
1: time ago. Yeah.
0: I know, just weird scheduling things. I guys, I'm torn. I am torn. There are so many great things right now. There's so many wonderful movies that are like interesting that are coming out like John Wick 4, you know? The Super Mario uh, Brothers movie. Oh, yeah. You know? We can, John Wick we, 4. Can, we can we can we could finish Last of Us? You know, mm-hmm. there's new musical TV coming out. There's, I, I'm going to Broadway. I could give you a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Damn it to your wallet. Deal with it. But I'm not going to do any of that because I just saw a movie in theaters that I was on the fence about. And now that I've seen it, I very, very much want to talk about it. Marcus, next week we will be doing Dungeons and Dragons Heroes Amongst Thieves.
1: Okay. Oh um- hey and dragons mm-hmm. a, a topic that we have kind of danced around many times on this podcast with the uh, mm-hmm. critical role being one of the first challenges we ever did marcus the first it was the, the first. first challenge we ever did was a dnd related one and then yeah. legend of ox machina which is critical role again that was a fan challenge yeah have we done anything else dnd mm, no hmm. <laughs> interesting we should revisit something that's not critical role related maybe it
0: just uh, it just feels that way because we almost stopped doing this podcast to do a D&D podcast but that never quite happened. That's true. But if you guys
1: want us to do that, you let us know at patreon.com. I would we, do a D&D podcast in one, one second. Like Marcus, it, it, I already did one asking. and it failed, so I would love to fail at another one. <laughs> look, I don't mind. Look, I don't think a D&D podcast would be successful. Like I, I think that's the main thing, but it would be fun it would be fun uh and just to spill
0: the tea the D podcast that i quit because i thought uh i didn't like the direction it was going now long no longer is going so oh really who was the first canary in the <laughs> coal mine just saying am i throwing shade are Hell they yeah. watching
1: this right now
0: I quit their show. You think they're watching my other show?
1: I Maybe. I don't know. They could Yo, be friends. Yo, if
0: I got any of my old podcast D&D crew that's watching still, you know, <laughs> Maya Copa to you, thanks for being a listener, but uh, I didn't like the direction. That's why I quit. They know it. That's fair. And they were mostly very excited and very supportive. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. left that show feeling really good about some of my friendships. Fair. Yes. That's, Actually, most that's- of my friendships.
1: Okay, there you go.
0: It was really only one person that gave me shit.
1: There you go. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> the only one.
0: One person but, was like was it was it my fault? And I was like, "Oh no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't." You, you, know.
1: you know what? We have to do we have to start a D&D podcast and then we have to start a D&D drama podcast about the behind the scenes drama going on on our podcast. That people love that stuff, dude. By our girlfriends. And they're like, oh, oh my Marcus God. was saying this when he was done with the session. And Nick was saying this when he was so done with the funny. session. That would be so funny.
0: That would be so funny if we were doing the show. Okay, so three years from now, I I get uh, I get a new job. Lexi gets a new job. We move to New Jersey. We mm-hmm. live next to each other so we can do this in person again. We start a DD and d show because it's just in one of our basements now at this point. T moves back to New York. We're doing the D&D show. <laughs> And then as we're doing the D&D show, Lexi and Darren just have cameras and they're just <laughs> building behind the scenes all the time, office style, about the show. And then they're giving testimonial about what they see behind the scenes. This is genius. This that is great. is great. This is great. I would watch that. Everyone would. T says there's no way I'm moving back to You're Jersey. Moving I'm to moving Jersey. back to Jersey for D&D for
1: Nick if i there's a that they're fixing up a house in the corner for me and i fantasize this is what i fantasize about now this is what you fantasize about as an adult you don't fantasize about like oh my teacher wants to sleep with me or whatever you used to fantasize about as a kid as an adult you fantasize about your friends maybe living close to you maybe <laughs> buying a house nearby so you can all hang out and play dungeons and dragons that's what you fantasize about That's the dream. I literally was talking to
0: Lexi about our lives in the future, and she very much. She grew up in New York, so she hates Jersey just as much as the next New Yorker. And I was like, "But Marcus and Darren are there," and she would like that would be the only reason. That would be the only reason we go. Yeah, I was like, "So you're saying there's a chance? There's a (laughs) chance we're not moving from Jersey." So, oh, but but T, you're right. Every single day I would live there, I would complain about the smell. Every single Mm -mm. day. No, I would not in the suburbs, not with the trees, baby. You were living the in tree- a part of oh, New Jersey. Oh, so you're, telling me, many trees. So, you're, so you're telling me the trees in your
1: neighborhood cover up the Jersey smell? Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> I don't smell it. <laughs> you see how many you've seen in my backyard? I've got a lot of trees back there. I'll smell New Jersey. Yo, trees cover, yo, uh, Jersey, the trees, yo, Jersey smells <laughs> like shit, but you know what you just do? Trees. Trees. <laughs> trees Jeez, that's, that's all you secret. gotta do yeah it's because look in like hoboken you're near the water it smells like shit in um <laughs> uh, you know in secaucus you're near the the like swamp that smells like shit and, but you get past that and you get to the suburbs and then you're in like tree city lexi whose
0: side is are on new york city smells it does smell you know what it smells like the greatest
1: city on fucking earth <laughs>
0: <laughs> New York City
1: in the summertime is, has some of the most disgusting smells I've ever smelled in my life. Like when you're it's sitting, distinct. When you're sitting on the train car and you just got the heat, sweat of everybody, it smells disgusting. And then the train doors open. And what was once a reprieve from the bad smells on the train, all of a sudden – turn against you because there's a trash pile outside of the train door and it all wafts inside get the hot trash smell disgusting all right well to be determined
0: but if any of you would like to see any of that you hit us up and if you want to see what D would be like a little bit we played some D on our legend of vox machina episode mm-hmm. gosh honestly that would be so fun if it was just you and me like doing scenarios back and forth that would also just be fun. Uh, I do whatever. that too. Let's I'll do, do let's do it. Let's do it. Let's all do it. Uh the DD market right now is very interesting with a lot of things going on about um well, because they made the creative license go away and then they brought it back. Wheres the coast is having like meetings and people are like panning their decisions lately, not trusting the system, wanting to leave d for other RPGs. Mm-hmm. Like the good faith that they've cultivated for pretty much like 15 years now yeah. is like all gone away just like that. So I don't know where the future of
1: the space lies, man. I really don't know. I mean, look, there are plenty of other great RPGs out there that would be so easy to get into. I'm cool with any of them. Any of them wants to sponsor us. We would play whatever RPG sponsored us. I was reading about Quest, which is a Dungeons & Dragons baby RPG. So it's Dungeons & Dragons fantasy themed, but very light on rules. And it's Mm -hmm. to ease you into D&D. So like if you've never played an RPG before, but you're kind of interested in D&D and it's too intimidating. It's like a slower (laughs) paced chill thing. Do you have a I
0: (laughs) want to share here an RPG that I have here in front of me. My friend, who you know, Tori, uh, she's worldwide blonde on Instagram. Go follow her. She's a great cosplayer. Made an RPG
1: that she kickstarted
0: called Touche Thespians. And this is an RPG about being theater kids. That's great. That's really fun. And it looks like a playbill. I really like that a lot. It's really great. She, like, did drawings of, like, sets. She did, like fake titles of plays you could be doing. It's about the auditioning and the production process. And then the, the characters are like the diva, the tenor, the freshman, the chorus guy, the jock, the techie, the character actress, the stagehand, like really, really cool job, really cool stuff. Uh, we should really play sometime. That sounds fun. I just wanted to shout that out because I'm really proud of her. It's called Touche Thespians, a theater kid RPG
1: Touche thespians. I like right. that a lot. I think mm-hmm. uh I think it needs a new name. Oh, you didn't like the name? I think it needs a more marketable name, is my only issue. What would you call it? Free advice. Why don't you just call it theater kids? <laughs> Damn. You know why I hate you? <laughs>
0: why? It's a good name. It's <laughs> a good name. Straight to the point. Mm-hmm. Marcus, I would tell you what I've been up to and what I've been new lately, but there are like deeply personal things like. I, and that no one cares about. I just had a big meeting with my company Uh and they like got bought by venture capitalists. And it's like this huge changing of order where everything's going to be different. I will either not have a job in a year or I will either... Have a full time job that's completely different than what I see right now. So it's crazy times over there. But no, I can't really talk about it yet. No one cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could talk about how my improv team got renewed for another season, but one of the members Woo! is leaving, and we have to oh, replace no. them. So and like the inner workings there. But on the off chance that any of them listen, I can't talk any shit. Fair so enough. I can't talk about that. Fair so enough. please,
1: Marcus, have you been up to anything new that you'd like to talk about? No, we can get right to the thing. <sighs> Nick, I, I mean, look, for the sake of getting right to the thing, I would love to. I'm playing. A- <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! You've scratched my addiction. You saw me. I was in the middle of a match when you logged on and I made you watch while I was playing. Having a blast with that. I went to go see uh, the Peter Pan play That Goes Wrong, which was really, really fun. I was laughing a lot. That company is just knee-slapping funny. They are just... Laugh, yeah, it's it, so funny because we watched that. We loved it. And now we started watching the show that goes wrong. Yes, I've been talking about it. The show, which a lot of the people from that show are in the Broadway play, which yeah, I didn't know. It's, so it it's kind of It's all the original company. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So How far I far it a lot. Uh, like episode three, episode four, something like that. I love that show. This is that first episode,
0: The Mansion, mm-hmm. The Lodge. So funny. Oh, was that the first episode? No, the first episode was The Haunted House, The Lodge. So I don't remember that. There's they go into a haunted house and they have to they they're like seeing the house to buy it and they have to stay overnight. I don't There's remember like any of that.
1: The first episode we, we saw. You haven't watched that. That's the first yeah, we episode. We haven't watched that
0: one. What you, do you do? Always skip. Around? What are you? Are you crazy people? We can't move to Jersey. Lexi, we we're watched, not going Jersey. These people watched, are crazy. They open watched, up a TV show and pick a rent. I'm talking like Lexi's right here. She's not anywhere. We watched me. the she pilot said,
1: episode that was called pilot episode. That's the first episode we watched. What episode are you talking about? I swear to God, if I look right now, (laughs) and I'm wrong.
0: Oh, hold on. It's the goes wrong show. It, it, like, messed me up. What does it say? What episode is pilot episode? It should be episode two. It looks like The Lodge is episode four.
1: Darren, can you believe these people want to move to New Jersey? (laughs) (laughs) We can't let them move to New Jersey. They watch shows in whatever order they want.
0: That's so... Wait, shut up! <laughs> and It's so weird. I swear to God, when I watched it, the lodge was first. I'm I'm tripping. This says the Christmas wow. episode was first. Christmas episode, the pilot, first. not pilot, pilot two. The pilot, not pilot. The pilot is episode two. Wow. Yeah. Trial to watch was episode three. That's what I we swear to watched. God. I swear to God, mm-hmm. there must mm-hmm. be some doohickeys going on because these that was not the order. That was not the order when I watched it because I've shown that first episode to people too and it's The Lodge. I might have also skipped the first three because I thought The Lodge was the best episode. So there's also a chance I did that.
1: There was so much judgment coming from you. There is so much judgment coming from you. And mm. now the tables have turned. Turned to where? To our episode on Ted Lasso.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ted Lasso. Season three is what we are here to talk about. It was given to us by a fan. I will not name that fan because it's Lexi and it might sound like nepotism. <laughs> so I will need keep them anonymous for the sake of this episode. Okay, good Someone, call. Good call. Someone yeah, gave us Someone. a challenge.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. always bleep it out later when you edit it. It was Lexi.
0: <laughs> Don't tell anyone, though, because okay. we're going to keep it anonymous, right? Mm-hmm. No anonymous. one's here. So season three of Ted Lasso was given us on Patreon. Ted Lasso is, of course, a sports comedy drama developed by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly based on very finally Sudeikis's first betrayal of the character on promos for MBC sports coverage of england's premier league it was just a one-off sketchy commercial thing and they were like wow let's make a show about that and it actually worked because that doesn't always work that's true but yeah it actually worked
1: no and it's great look we watched the first season and we talked about the last the first season in the last time we talked about ted lasso so
0: the whole season is that what we talked about
1: yeah so you can go back and you can watch our whole first season review maybe not i don't know i think you ended up watching the first season even though i said you didn't have to. I think that's what happened. But you can go back to that episode and in our review and our thoughts. But basically, I think we both ended up really, really loving the show. The show yeah. had a lot of heart. Oh, it was episodes one through three. Thank you, Darren. Wow. Dramaturge of Now Try This. That was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up really liking the show. I think we connected with, Oh, well, I connected with the heart that was in the show. I connected with how funny it was and how it kind of brought the sports... The thing, the excitement and the joy that you get from watching a sports movie, it brought that to a, a television series in, in a way that was really enjoyable for me, someone who doesn't watch sports. Yeah, and I think we we talked about a time
0: probably, but I love sports dramas. I mm-hmm. give me a Remember the Titans, give me a Rudy, give me something, give me a Haikyuu, give me a show or movie where they or is a sports, and it just feels like there's. These crazy stakes because that sport in that moment is the most important thing to ever happen to the in the lives of those people. It just, like, adds drama instinctually, and I love a good speech. I love a good rallying cry, and this show is full of that heart you get from one of those things. Well, on top of it being incredibly funny and smart mm-hmm. and perceptive of the human condition and all the great things that we touted about season one, yeah. really, really, really quick. Ted Lasso season
1: two. Yes. No. So I feel like Ted Lasso in season one was he had this like impenetrable optimism, I guess, is kind of what it felt like. And then season two, I think you saw Wayne in season one for sure. But in season two is where you really see him sort of struggle with his anxiety. He's struggling with his family. He's wondering why he's even away from his family. He's lost his wife. You know, he feels like he's losing his son. And the team also kind of had some inner turmoil as well. And season two sort of ends with like Nate betraying the team and leaving to go work with Rupert um, and his football team. I guess let's start there because I would say
0: that season, I feel like was revered completely until the final moments when a lot of people had very strong appealing feelings about that those last moments of the show yeah how did you feel about that turn
1: i feel like the turn made sense i don't think i necessarily enjoyed it happening because so much of the show feels happy and fun and hard times are like yes you can overcome them but in the season two you could tell that like it was like a culmination of things that were leading to Nate's ultimate decision in the end. And that you weren't going to get a resolution that season, like the resolution's going to come next season. So it just felt like, uh, we were given sort of like emotional blue balls in a way that we haven't been given in the show yet up until that point. Agreed. I think that was perfectly said. I, I wish I had more to add to it.
0: That was exactly <laughs> what I felt <thought> too. I, <laughs> I usually like ramble on trying to say the same thing in a different way so I can sound smart. No, you're right. That was right. Okay, yeah. That was correct. What did you
1: think <laughs> Sorry. about Sorry. Nate's character development specifically? Like were you like uh, was It was hurting such a you the weird time. It was Was such a
0: weird season because the season was building off of everything, all the good faith that they created the first season. Mm -hmm. They did more of it. Now the boss was on their side. We got like actual character development from the boss. We got character development from the assistant coach. We got even more development between like uh, with Roy and with Jamie and, of course, Wakili, like all these characters were really get like and and then like other kids, like Sam from the club and Danny, like we were starting to get more and more of all these people. It was such so good the whole season. But but the Nate stuff was so strange, like I kept feeling like mm-hmm. they took what I thought would happen and then just tried to make it a little off putting. Yeah, Like, it felt like they wanted me to not like Nate. Like, we're clearly rooting for Nate the entire first season. He's the ball boy that's, like, actually a genius. And then he gets rewarded the second season. And it's, like, that feeling in the first season to the second when he becomes a coach is, like, iconic and great Mm -hmm. and wonderful and, like, why you love the show. And then instead of being about him growing up, it's, like, him not being able to, right? Like... This show does a wonderful job of taking people like Jamie and Roy who have these t- keely these deep the the boss deep yeah. deep character flaws and like this is the difference between this and The Office right I think that's why I kind of like the show more than The Office at least in terms of the heart it does that same thing it's like people in a situation at their job and they like they're kind of dumb sometimes right mm-hmm. but where like The Office is like detached and ironic About the human condition, Ted Lasso is like, no, they're still good people. They do dumb stuff. Sometimes they're kind of dumb, but like at the end of the day, they're people with heart and like intention. And like every time that Jamie makes the right choice, it feels amazing. Every Mm -hmm. time Roy eventually makes the right choice, it feels amazing. Every time that Keely eventually learns what kind of woman she is and eventually gets what she wants, it feels so satisfying. But then Nate, Instead of being that same thing, I I, I don't know why. I, I They've talked about it, and I can't remember what they said, but it's probably for, like, this is the story they want to tell, that not everybody, like, steps up to that challenge, right? Not yeah. everybody, when they get up to the, the penalty shot, makes it in the goal, you know? But all those little instances, like... The, trying to get the seed in the restaurant the spitting thing the hitting on keely the all these moments i don't nate, like the spitting every moment with nate felt icky mm-hmm. cringy like we and it wasn't the actor the actor does a great job yeah and the writing's also like still paced well and written well but but the choice they made about him i don't like it and, and i maybe that's the point but it honestly it like by the time that season end, I, I really have a like a like a I don't know if I loved this show because mm. of that stuff in the second season.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I know. can see that. I feel like second season had the same second in a trilogy sort of like issues, right? Where like this is the part where like people are going to switch sides. This is the part where people like. You know, the villain's going to win. This is the part where the heroes aren't necessarily going to get there, you know, win every single battle that they have. It just felt weird because it was
0: only that one thing with that one character. Everything else still felt the same. It felt like they
1: needed something. Yeah. And I I think I agree with you. I think the parts with Nate made me feel uncomfortable in a way that if he was just sort of like becoming a villain, I think it would be like one thing. But he obviously wasn't. Right. And it was interesting to watch. Like, he's just a good person. He was just kind of, like, embarrassed and unwilling to sort of, like, look himself in the mirror and, like, say the things that he needs to say to himself and make it through those hurdles. And and that leads him to making this decision to just kind of, like, abandon everything.
0: Yeah, it's just so hard when you watch a show to see the heart of people and to see someone not step up to the challenge. It just feels bad. (laughs) yeah and not in a pathos kind of way and it just like i just i don't feel good about this kind
1: yeah of way yeah you know darren makes a good point it's important to show that ted's optimism can have negative consequences too it's not just a one-size-fits and we're all better people now which is yeah yeah that's true it was you know a lot yeah. of ted's fault that nate was the was that way too
0: super agree but like it never felt justified for me that's right. fair. Because yeah. I think they did... You know what? Maybe maybe the problem was they did too uh, good of a job. Because I haven't ever talked to anyone. And I can't imagine you feel differently. Who's not on Ted's side? Like, I understand his optimism is like... There are consequences to him. And I get that that's the lesson that they, they're saying. But, like,
1: it's too good of a job. I'm always rooting for Ted. I... Here's my opinion, Ted Lasso. <gasps> on Ted. <laughs> I... Season one, you I really hate Jesus Sudeikis. Say it. <laughs> Say it out loud. You hate Jesus Sudeikis. Tell the truth. <laughs> I feel like this. This is my this is kind of where I feel on Ted Lasso. Yeah. The character. So when we're introduced to Ted, he's very optimistic, right? And the show presents Ted as sort of like a flat character where he is this like beacon of optimism that is gonna change those around him. And he's not necessarily going to grow or change or whatever that's kind of like the vibe season one was giving off right yeah and eventually as season one continues you see that there's more underneath the surface there and then it wasn't until season two that i feel like we really dug into that some a little bit more so from a viewing perspective i could see why a lot of fans were kind of thrown off by that right you're thinking you're getting this sort of flat character like a goku or something who's just going to be the same the whole time (laughs) You Way know, bring it back to anime. Always got to bring it back to anime. Always got to anime, baby. <laughs> always gotta bring it back to anime. I just I don't feel like flat characters aren't really done a lot anymore in modern times anywhere else. Not on purpose. Exactly. No. Yeah, not on purpose. But anime still does it a lot on purpose, yeah, <laughs> on purpose, which is not great. But like a Goku no, and he was going to come in saying, and yeah. people he was going to go and, and fight the battles and win the soccer and everyone was going to love him for it or hate him because of it, but he was gonna get to you. He was gonna win you over. He was gonna bake you cookies and win you over. And then I think season two was like, let's look at that. Let's let's really like dig in and look at like what that is. Why is that? What's happening here? Does that have any impact on Ted Lasso himself? And it I made for, I think a better season, but a more uncomfortable season for
0: sure. Really interesting. And as you're saying that it reminded me of at the opening of us talking about the show, I said I love sports dramas. What you just described is not a sports drama anymore. The Mm -hmm. end of the movie, the end of the show, is they win the game and they bake cookies. Yeah. That's the end of every single one of those movies. And if it's not, it's so they can go in the second season or second movie and do that. Rocky Mm -hmm. lost the first movie. Yes. But he only lost the first movie so he can come back and win the second movie, right? Like that's what a sports drama does. And this show stops being a sports drama it starts being a different kind of show Mm -hmm. and i don't think i was prepared for that by the end Mm -hmm. of the second season because ted lasso in my head i was going to watch it to see my friends succeed like a sports movie yeah
1: Yeah, like I a, also like a
0: Friday night lights like that's why I went to it time and time again the first season. That's why I finished it. We don't finish all our our challenges very, very often, but we finished this first season and I went back for the second season. and That was why and that's not what I got. So yeah. as and just to bring it back to where we are mm-hmm. now, as we were having to prepare for this challenge, Lexi had been asking me for weeks to get back to Ted Lasso. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, 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 but let's like watch Steven Universe. Wow, I see yeah, how it is. Yeah, but she's but like a watch... podcast to make you watch stuff. Marcus, no doubt, that's exactly what she did. No lie, <laughs> she'll admit it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> but I think me having to grapple with this being a different show than I originally intended is I know something that I got to figure out. Yeah. But I think you're spot on with your interpretation and your diagnosis of what's happening. Because just from that feeling, right? Yeah. That's what's happening. It's a different show. I also
1: think that this show, I mean, I could be wrong because I'm bad with time. But this show came out kind of during the pandemic, right? I think that's when season one came out. Yeah. We were still in the pandemic. People were alone. People were like not watching as much sort of like drama as many as much upsetting stuff because the world was upsetting you know it was an upsetting place to be in so when so. ted in the show is a beacon of optimism i think he also provided sort of like a, an escape from what we were going through as viewers at the time as well so we felt yeah. like like you said we felt like this was our friend this is someone we were rooting for this is someone we were excited to see someone who brightened up our days as well as all the characters in the show and then season two kind of was a departure from that, so I feel like people felt betrayed by that as well. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel exactly what you're feel, saying. I feel you. So, so to get into the third season, right? That's where we left off. The second <laughs> mm-hmm. season, feeling a little trepidatious about coming back. A lot of people feeling trepidatious about Nate as a character. You know, I'm just going to give some general thoughts about season three. Please interrupt, and then please include your own, uh, and then okay. we can get into the nitty and gritty of it. But overall. I... I'm
1: frustrated, Marcus. I'm frustrated, okay? You're just going into season three? Or after no. watching the episodes Now Right now okay. I'm frustrated Okay you're frustrated Got it got it got
0: it <laughs> <laughs> Because here I am Watching the first season Loving it Watching the second season Loving most of it But feeling icked out For this weird reason I can't even describe mm-hmm. About what's happening uh, and, it, and it doesn't feel personal Usually when I say that It's like a deeply personal reason yeah, This is yeah, the first yeah. time in a while Where I don't feel like I'm not Nate I don't, I'm I don't. i not like <laughs> I'm not, I'm Nate and I don't like it Because uh, for the first time In a long time I, I feel icked out And I am not don't like it For not personal reasons reasons i feel very confident in saying okay, that
1: okay this is like, like march it's comes gross. in like a line
0: it's not gonna That's turn gross. around and it, no well no it's not I, I i'm still gonna hate those things i'm not addressing the issue it just hasn't happened here but as i'm feeling that way as i'm watching we have watched four episodes here in the second season mm-hmm. gosh marcus it feels like a season 2.5 for me so far in a, it doesn't in a bad feel way? like yes because season three so many things happened that cliffhanger was so huge you know the boss and sam breaking up roy and keely breaking up you know ted with his panic attacks and finally breaking Mm -hmm. through with his uh shrink like all these big things happened and this season starts without any recap (laughs) there's nothing to remind me about where we're at
1: you needed a recap
0: hold on You need anime flashbacks? Hold on! Is that what you need? (laughs) No! It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's no recap. There was no onus put on all the events that just happened. It just starts up. Like, we've been watching this show every week since then. All the things that are happening. Lexi disagreed with me. So maybe you will too. Mm -hmm. But as these four episodes are happening nothing happens like i just i just come from like these big things and here i am in the last season because they said there's only gonna be three theses and i think okay fine wrap it all up make it all fit for me make it all work for me and listen i'm not complaining i love this show i love these characters i love watching them in these scenarios i love seeing all the little one-off jokes as they're like the 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 whatever dogs and they're like trying to fix all that's so funny and so great the 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 report being there and doing it, but that's like funny little like things to be in a show. Shut up. I am complaining. Deal with it. <laughs> Where is the steak? Why am I getting all this potatoes, all these carrots, all this great garnish? I got steak sauce, but I look, where's the steak,
1: Marcus? I half agree with you. All I right. Think I'll take it. I, pretty good. I half agree with you. I think that okay. there's, I'm watching some stuff on the show and I. <laughs> and finding myself scared that in the amount of time we have left over that we're not going to go back to some of these plot lines and kind of tie them up a little bit. And the more time we spend on things like Zava and the more time we spend on certain things like that, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, awesome. But like, I want to go back yes. and tie up these other things. Like, here, I care. I want to see more of Rebecca and Sam's stuff. I want to see like... What's kind of going there? And we we are getting it. We're getting a little bit here and there each episode. But it doesn't, you're right. I, I I I am optimistic, and I think the show will do it justice. I think you're right. I think you're right. But right now I'm nervous. Same. And like they did all this work to really make
0: us care about Roy and Keely and the boss and Sam, that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. With her dating one of her soccer players and the panic attacks, and, and the shrink, and like they're doing they and Jamie's like redemption. They did all this work to make us care about, yeah, and we've barely seen any of that, yeah, yeah. This season I, so far.
1: Look, it's four like we go, we spend getting... half
0: an episode going to a sewage treatment plant. We spend every episode so far dealing with Zava. We uh, there's. I feel like I've seen more of the. Bo- I keep saying the bosses, but I forget. I forget her name. What's the boss's name? What's her name, Marcus? What's her name? Rebecca. Rebecca, yes. We I feel like we've seen more of Rebecca's husband than we've seen of Rebecca. Mm. I know that's not true,
1: but like mm. you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but I think it's hard for me because I think that the show is doing these little things, right? Because you're as you're talking about like um Jamie, right? And his yeah. redemption, like we got that he is a better person now. And we're getting to see that, right? He's he wants to be better than Zava. He wants to be a good person. So now him and Roy are bonding, and so Roy's waking him up to train in the morning. And you see his it feels like mat. it's
0: finally starting because of that. Yes, yes, yes. But that exactly. happened at the end of the fourth episode. Like you're like sure for three episodes. Where was Jamie? Yes, like yes, they, 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 yes. You're right. They're showing him do all this. Mm-hmm. Then give him a storyline. Yeah yeah where's the jb describe to me what the jb storyline is he's upset zava's there
1: that's not a (laughs) storyline i get that i need more i feel like what i need right now is i need more ted not being ted and being like season two ted a little bit like where the hell's ted in this season and figuring it out like i feel like i'm not getting a lot of ted narrative and every time we do get ted he's like optimistic and hiding everything and it's like okay to have you done any growth obviously you're like working with your therapist and you're learning to yeah. grow in certain ways and but i feel like he's the character that we're getting the least amount of growth from and marcus are, aren't you getting just
0: a little upset that ted is just actively being bad at his job still like What has he done for the players this season? He's probably done stuff, but they haven't shown it to us in the first and even the second season. There were those speeches. There were those weird drills. There were like weird moments that like justified why he was there and working for the team this season. So far, it feels like he's like actively – Not trying to do anything, and Roy and the assistant coach are doing everything, right? Yeah, like he hasn't implemented a single thought
1: or idea about the team yet. You know what this feels like? What this feels like again? To bring it back to anime. Oh god, it feels like I don't know. I don't want to say like Naruto or whatever, but it feels like one of those like ensemble shows where they force you to bond with like random guy number five or random guy number four and you get so hyped and you're like oh shit yeah 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 i love random guy number four i love these characters and then they're sort of like pushed to the background and you never see them again or you never see them as much as you once did before yeah and it's like what are you doing i liked those characters i want to see those characters i want to see their stories and instead they like picked certain characters to then Really spend a lot of time on, which is no. fine. But but no, then they bring more.
0: Now we got Zava. We got Keely's yes. CFO. Now we just got the person that backed her venture mm-hmm. that's coming, and she's like an attractive woman that's coming. So she's obviously getting paid money to be there. Yeah. So she's gonna have a storyline, yes. like.
1: And we got the reporter up. now, who I don't care about. I kind of like the reporter bit. He's fine. <laughs> But like, I don't need to know more about him. He's in, in, in our eyes, he's You're not right. a he's character a, who we yeah, like yeah, spent yeah, yeah. time with and love and need to know more about. He is a plot device. He's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like so much of the season was yeah, breaking yeah. through to the team, right? Season one and two were like breaking through, yes. making the team a team. And now that the team is a team, it's boring like i don't they're yeah they're, the not team's team. They're, all team chill. they're all
0: they all love each other they love yeah. each other so much yeah but and they're not even showing us love them love each other
1: we're just exactly. like and they
0: love each other let's go over here exactly
1: we we're like now that they're that's resolved we no longer they're, they're assuming we no longer care about it but i still care about it i still want to see the team bonding i want to see those moments more than i want to see anything else
0: that all being said I'm very much enjoying the show (laughs) because it's so hilarious and fun and our favorite characters. Mm -hmm. And like, let's get into it, like the specifics and stuff. But like, you know, that I have these complaints, these T said in the chat, the steak is still marinating to my Mm -hmm. steak analogy. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that's apt. I think I think like you, I'm scared and worried because, you know. We're a third of the way through the season. A third, Marcus. Yeah. A third of the season is done. Yeah. You know? And it still feels like set up and fluff. You know, I want some meaty stuff.
1: I want some stuff. But besides Wait, is it all 12 that, 12 episodes long? Yeah, I just looked. It's 12. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. That makes me feel so a little better. I could deal with a third being set up. And then two thirds being 100%. really getting in there and dealing with it. It
0: was barely set up. But I understand your point. I get your point. But that being said, the stuff that
1: we are getting is all great. Yeah, I agree. I I think that this is working a lot better than season two for me. What's our complaint? We want more, right? Like that's the only
0: complaint we have. Mm -hmm. I have, I have barely any complaints on what they've, except maybe Zava. I
1: don't mind Zava. It's just a lot of screen time. I think Zava is a crutch. I think Zava is like, oh, we still need the team to have conflict. So we're going to bring in Zava to create conflict Oh, we still need a character that Ted can change and help grow as a person. So that's Zava, right? That's what that's weird because he
0: hasn't interacted with anyone, right? Like Ted hasn't talked to him. Has Ted talked to Zava? Has Ted and Zava been on screen talking
1: yet? No, not more than like a small exchange. They've had a small exchange. I don't remember. It's it's like usually the exchanges with Zava go, someone says something to Zava, Zava says something weird, and everyone's like, okay, and then moves on. Like that has been everything that we've seen with Zava. The more interesting thing was getting Zava on the team, right? That was interesting. Seeing that was fun. D- dynamic Re- Rebecca and her arching into the men's bathroom and being like, moment. I'm actually not going to take shit from you, and I'm going to fucking tell you what it is. And I love that. I love seeing Rebecca strong, confident going up against her husband, standing for herself. I think yeah. that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I I also loved all that. I love anytime we get any kind of focus on any of these characters. I love it. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. The setup they're doing with the psychic. I don't know if I like that yet. We'll see. The payoff hasn't happened yet. But she went to the psychic. Her mom told her to. And there was mm-hmm. a green matchbox, a knight in shining armor. And then Sam. The footballer had green matchbooks at his restaurant.
1: So I don't know. Yeah. Th- they also said yeah. she's going to be pregnant. Give it to so me. Like- give oh. me like weird, spooky Twin Peaks shit that doesn't belong in the show. Like, give it to me. <laughs> give me... There's going to be a ghost demon man that possesses somebody and a murder's going to happen at the end of the season. Marcus, you might be
0: right. <laughs> this show could... Definitely go there, and I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I don't know if I would like it. Fair but enough. I wouldn't be surprised. Fair enough. She said, "Oh, you're gonna have a family," which is ex- which is open ended. Honestly, I That's I true. do. I'm interested in the psychic stuff. I'm not as interested in it being true or false. I'm more interested to see Rebecca sort of using it as a means to break through that barrier that she has between her and her mother. Yeah, and maybe understand her mother a little bit better yeah i'm also excited for that i hope they give her the screen time to do it yeah
0: but also her being so god i wish i wasn't so complaining because i like some of this stuff but rebecca being so against her ex-husband felt a little reductive it felt like i thought we was i thought we were past some of this i thought and it was like like first season the beginning level of like upsetness about Mm -hmm. it you know yeah but, but I think said, the actress
1: played it really well. At
0: all, she like did. was funny and fun. She did she's, and good. She's, really she's good.
1: I don't think she's over it. Like I, I, don't think at any we'll point guess. she was necessarily over it. And I think the the direct betrayal from Nate now that they're in the same league and all that stuff, like the Nate stuff, yeah, that that true. really makes it all worse. Let me ask you a question. Let me. I don't know how, how I question. feel about it
0: yet. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You're such a kind uh, podcast host. This season feels like the last episode or two of the last season didn't happen and specifically i'm talking about nate this show feels like it wants me to like feel bad for nate and root for nate and you like should have feel bad nate. for
1: nate he's an asshole though no okay i feel like nate has look The do nate you remember has the of end issues. of last season yeah nate's not Nate was
0: bad okay they made him full blown he
1: wasn't bad guy at the end he wasn't
0: didn't they maybe so i remember he didn't
1: he wasn't bad bad okay he was like awkward and weird and we saw and understood his mindset we saw how he was with his family how his parents don't care about him how he has low self-esteem all these insecurities how they can lead him to be this way and i feel like i i'm not i am rooting for nate but i'm rooting for nate to grow and change. And like, it's fine if he's working for another team. I don't personally view it as a betrayal of his teammates. I think the way he left was definitely a betrayal, but I think that he has a lot of growth to do. And as a viewer, I'm excited for him to work through whatever bullshit he's got going on and grow.
0: God, for this one, I think I hard disagree because I think, I think it's just at a certain point, you know most shows do this right most shows do the thing where they have a bad guy and then they're like let me show you how he got there and then Mm -hmm. i'm supposed to be like feel bad for him but i'm like no like i understand nate has problems and he's like you know his mental health is probably not well he's clearly unstable in terms of some of the feelings he has built up inside—that's like building, you know—and and I know the family's to blame and his upbringing and this and that. But I'm just like, we choose to be mean people, right? Like, there's—if you're not actively doing things to like make up for the things you do, like until until, oh gosh, is this one I of guess, those
1: personal things again?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. It's it's really not. It's thank you for calling me out for once. <laughs> No, no, it's just, maybe maybe you'd feel differently, but it's like, I think everyone has the capacity to change and to mm-hmm. better themselves if you haven't done something that's been, that's ab- abhorrent, you know, like mm-hmm. murder yeah, yeah. or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, something awful on that level.
1: But like, I don't want to be a part of it,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you want
1: you to have your change over there and you don't want me to watch, you don't want to watch it happen. Yeah. I could see that. I, I I totally understand that as a viewer and not wanting to have to go through that journey. But I yeah. think that it makes it more heartbreaking when you know the villain is was a good person, right? Like, I think in a, uh, another example in media that I can think of is that I always bring up is Clone Wars. Like when you're watching, you watch Darth Vader, you know he's a bad guy. You watch yeah. the movies, they're poorly made. You don't really care. But then you watch the Clone yeah. Wars animated series and you spend time with Anakin and you get to know him. And there's that episode where they meet the embodiments of the light and dark side. And you see Anakin and he doesn't want to be bad. And he's like, no, he sees his future. He knows he's going to do all these horrible things. And he tries to like kill himself and he tries to like stop it. He's, he's like, I will not be a part of this future. I cannot cause this pain. Nate you know or in real life you don't get the benefits of getting to see your future you know sometimes you have to make those mistakes and then make the effort to grow and change from them later and I think that's what Nate is hopefully going to do in the next couple episodes I guess but
0: the but my only pushback would be for the example you gave this is Nate it's not at that level but Nate became Darth Vader (laughs) Like we're we're not watching him now get yeah. up to Darth. He was I, Darth. Cool. I, you're or would right.
1: we watch? And or what we, does would Darth Vader do? With, <laughs> in the third movie, he betrays Palpatine and redeems himself, and the whole thing.
0: But but see, yes, everything you're saying is mm-hmm. right. But throughout four and five, he's just the bad guy. <laughs> we're not watching. Darth Vader sit in a room, have to spit to be able to go talk to, <laughs> like we're not, like the movie, yeah, we're meant to We're meant to be choking. scared. He's forced to people. No, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, hold on. We're meant to be scared and hate Vader up until that moment, right? Mm-hmm. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to feel sorry for him. We're not I, supposed I to follow him, him, him in his life. Shut up. <laughs> I feel sorry
1: for him. He's sitting there in the chair, you see all his scars in his
0: head and then the helmet. You're like, that man's sad and lonely. You know what? This show is perfect for you. Never mind. I I take it all back. You know what? This is for someone. It is for you. That part, I guess, just isn't for me because <laughs> you are eating it up with a spoon, baby. You are like, yeah, no. num 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 <laughs> num num num. Oh no! He he drives a he drives a bad car. He drives a bad car and he feels bad about it. Oh, oh, and now he gets a good car, but now his paternal figure is cheating on his wife and he's like, oh no, maybe I shouldn't like that mm-hmm. paternal figure. Oh no. <laughs> Eat it up, Marcus. It's all for you, bud. Bro.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's that's all for fair. you, bud. That's fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah, I'm he's sorry. On my that side. I left it. Tease on your side. <laughs> Yeah, he ripped the sign. He's a dick. Done. He's, yeah. he's he's Vader. Well, well, okay. But look at what happens in the show, right? Like, he ripped the sign. They show that and they try to use that to rile up the team. And the team just is so angry that they, like, you suck. know, they, they suck. And it's pointless, right? I feel like it's trying to show us that, like, people can change, people can grow, and you can't control everyone else's actions. And also, even if Nate doesn't change and he still sucks and he doesn't work on himself, like... Granted, as a viewer, that's not as interesting, but it is kind of realistic
0: oh my god Marcus if we have to fucking watch Nate and all these goddamn episodes grow, try to grow and try to get the balls to talk to the hostess and all these things and he doesn't do it at the end he doesn't apologize to Ted and like become an okay Mm -hmm. person in the end what the hell was it all for oh my god Mm -hmm. you just made me so mad in my mind (laughs) because if it gets to the end and Darth Vader doesn't sacrifice himself to stop Palpatine none of it makes sense Yeah, but I think that's what
1: we're working our way Towards and think we're gonna think get Darth so? Vader betraying Palpatine? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, you think we yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gonna betray Palpatine? Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, every I trilogy know, just, is Star Wars. Every single trilogy ever made is just Star Wars. I just it feel you're supposed to be like
0: breaking into his outer shell to realize he's not a bad person, but the show is like telling me he's not a bad person, and I'm just like, show you just told me he is. Like, I can't. What do you think? It is that's upsetting. I don't love it
1: yeah i could see that i i i don't think he's a bad person right I i'm think also playing the, it
0: up just a little bit in the new I, in the, the newest good.
1: episode we're getting we're getting signs of him like hey he is trying to be a good person hey he's yeah. trying to talk to ted he even talks to rupert and says hey i think he i should apologize twice, yeah. right yeah. he he knows he knows he knows what's going on yeah. and i think that he just needs to f- face inward and change and i think that it's interesting too because I think Ted Lasso has been a, a source of change for so many other people. He's influenced everyone else's change oh, sure. in the season. And for him to finally to have a character that is maybe going to grow on their own away from Ted, I think is really nice to also see. I will say
0: that most of my points lie before season episode four, because as episode four happens and the two teams are fighting against each other fighting playing against each other <laughs> the stuff with nate started to feel okay yeah him almost talking to ted mm-hmm. him wanting to talk to Ted, having the the bad guy the ex-husband rupert. rupert having rupert be the way he is and having nate see that and wonder if oh my god this person finally giving me the validation i've wanted is not the person i want validation from i want validation from ted yeah. Validation from somewhere else. yeah Is is good. It's is is starting good. to come through. And I'm good. I'm pushing back because I think I didn't like the way we got here, but I think it you're right. I think it's starting to circle the drain for me yeah. and it's starting to pay off. And I think the way it's gonna go
1: is going to be good. Yeah. Sometimes you end up surrounded by people and you're like, ooh, am I a bad person?
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> if I'm surrounded yes. by all these people making bad choices, am I also? Yes a part of this
0: you know what's weird though what am i supposed to just root for him with the hostess girl like the show really wanted me to root for him in that moment and i'm like he's still the bad guy show i wasn't
1: rooting for him
0: the show wants you to Mm. in that moment with the
1: hostess come on yeah i think give me that one make him human again in a way that it's like oh this man is not just a super villain who is now going around like treating women like shit and like being a bad person over Marcus, can
0: you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor to stop making everything make sense? Can you let me hate something? Okay? I Okay, I come on this podcast to hate something. I come in with a whole list of complaints and I say, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. And then you come in here with all your empathy and all your logic and all your good words and explanation to completely invalidate my feelings of badness. I feel betrayed by you. Can you just every once in a while say, wow, Nick,
1: that was bad i'm sorry can we we can watch drag me to hell again if you if that makes you feel better? no it's (laughs) probably better on the (laughs) (laughs) rewatch it's funny that's the only challenge i can think of that you genuinely just hated and at the end we're still you still hated it Oh, Marcus! I love everything. By the end, I just love watching things with you. It's a
0: joy. <laughs> It's a pleasure. I, I I would watch anything with you. Swear to God, I appreciate but that, that movie was so bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else you got? Like what's uh Oh, how do you go feel ahead. about the? I was going to say, how do you feel about the Keely stuff? With, with she's trying oh, to run own business. I was going to bring up Roy and Keely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gosh, the the thing that. I feel bad, again, because it's another complaint, but, like, the Roy and Keeley stuff in the second season was some of my best, my favorite moments. Them helping each other grow in such a healthy way was so nice to see. You so rarely see it. And both those characters were already so interesting and fun that seeing them grow more was so great that it was heartbreaking when they separated. So they have only played with that in a couple glances. And I I hope we get more of it. I think we are going to. It's just, again, time-wise. But the things with Keely, I really like it. Mm -hmm. I think we finally got it. I needed something to happen. I needed a storyline. They've just been having her be at the job. And I guess you can say the friend thing is a storyline, but it feels like a BC storyline in her own story. The thing with the exec finally feels like an a storyline now we're gonna get it and i'm excited about it right yeah, yeah, yeah but overall aesthetically really cool really cool seeing keely grow really cool seeing keely agreed. thrive agreed you know i think
1: this this is totally in line with yeah, the character what do you think, about, about, do you think like, about all of it no i just feel like this whole thing with keely is like really in line with the character i think it works really well i think that a theme a sub theme maybe theme number b or c of the yeah. season is having to face your consequences. Like, your actions have consequences, right? Oh, so, like, Keely yeah. is yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna be, uh, you know, like, season one was very much, like, blind optimism. It was like, everything's great, everything's perfect, shoot your shot, fight for your dreams, everything's gonna work out in the end. And I feel like season three now is like, okay, yeah, you're starting a business. What does that look like? You can't just hire your friends off the street and and assume that everything's gonna work well. You have to take charge you have to be responsible you have to like be a boss you know and yeah i
0: not everybody's a good boss not everyone's a good manager you can have vision and scope and talent and all these amazing things that would make you amazing leader of a company but that doesn't mean you have what's the word for being able to have employees what skill it's it's a very specific word I'll just say managerial scope, but th- there's a very mm-hmm. specific mm-hmm. word for having employees of being good at it. Okay. And that doesn't mean you have that just by being yeah. some people, some people just have that. Yeah. That's why there are like execs and chiefs of staff, right? A chief yeah, of staff is like their job is to be
1: good at having employees. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? Um, yeah.
0: and some people crush it.
1: But it's this, it's this, it's the same thing with the relationship with Keely and Roy. They both were like, we can be together, we like each other, yay. And then they both didn't really put any effort into being in a relationship. And so that Mm -hmm. didn't work out. It might still work out once they kind of like learn to put effort towards, you know, in being in a relationship and and the work that that entails as well. But that's something also, that's kind of weird. I don't like what they're doing with Jamie and Keely, where she's kind of like maybe falling in love with him again, because he's done all this work. I would hate that. But uh, uh, back
0: to Roy and Keely, I think, um, I actually like why they broke up. It felt really weird mm-hmm. real to me because yeah. the, they said it in this They they quantified it in this season really well, where it was like she just started her career and Roy finishes. He was ready to just retire, take vacations, and Keely's like, I'm just about to start my life now and not be a model and be this big wig CEO thing. So mm-hmm. they're just at different points in their lives. But I agree with you. The Jamie stuff. I'm like, oh man! I really hope they just come together in terms of being friends, because I just don't yeah.
1: love triangles.
0: A love triangle right now, there. I don't, I don't want it. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. There's some tension yeah. with her and the and the Jack, right? Was the venture capitalist? Yes. Yes. I. I'm actually the
0: introduction of Jack was great. You saw it mm-hmm. coming, but it was still yeah. great. The little awkwardness of with Jack so far, I'm I would like excited for Jack better. to show up and just do something. Yeah. Oh, and then does Roy get with Jamie? Oh, I would love that. That would be great. Yeah. That that works out. I Hell think that's yeah. the way to do it. Hell yeah. Healy with Roy and Jamie figure it I out. I
1: like Roy and Jamie becoming friends. I think that shows a lot of growth on both of their oh,
0: parts. I really love it too. It makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. They've been through so much. Because they get it. Yeah. Very few people have been where they have been the best ever. Right? Yeah. And now neither of them are. And mm-hmm. one is completely done. And the other one gets to help the other one figure out how to like yeah. knit, thread that needle love that relationship because they they hate each other but they hate each other because of like stupid football machismo things yeah and you can tell they just have so much respect for
1: each other right yeah. yep yep i love that. Uh, also i would like more sam we have got no sam we got a little bit of sam in the restaurant did they not want to pay him
0: this season like he hasn't been in anything <laughs> he had one moment of like something eating with a chef
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and like him thanking everyone for coming to his restaurant yeah and that has been it i feel like i haven't even seen him in the locker room has he even been there yeah
1: uh he even he's even on been, the on been the been pitch? around he's been around has he i'm we had out. so much of him last season yeah i feel like we had a lot of sam and we're not getting i liked sam. him too yeah i know i like sam a lot we're getting like more of um there's this like weird subplot about the one of the main guys Band-A-M? being gay. Oh, no. Oh, see, I don't understand what's happening there, if I'm being honest. Like, I they're like, oh, because it's sports, like being gay is not acceptable, or like, yeah, that's I, you, just, yeah, that I, just feels just like because we live in a very progressive five plot. I don't know, sports aren't there. You're right. Sports a lot of things aren't, aren't there. there. Look at the what we're going through right now. We have half oh of goodness. America even, uh, right. pouring out you're their right. Bud Lights because they have a trans spokesperson. Like we're, I guess we're still not there. It's it's crazy, but but like in terms of like the sports
0: world, I agree. Like if they don't have anything new to say about it, I'm uninterested. But I feel like they might. They've had they've done it well so far. Like I'm, you know, because they've also he's off the pitch now. He's off the starting lineup now too. So, like I feel like they have set up for him to have a really cool storyline soon.
1: Mm, okay. Like I think
0: they're just doing the work. If though if the storyline is just he gets outed, he's upset, it's hard, he comes to terms with it, the team upsets, accepts him, hurrah. Then I would agree with you. I mean, that's yeah. we've seen we've seen that story. Even though it is true that it doesn't happen in this realm. I would, but the show has done that so far in terms of every storyline ever with everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every single one has been nuanced in a way that has made it different and unique, its own to Ted Lasso. So I have, so I'm actually excited for that storyline because I like the actor. I like what he's doing. It, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's just so like nice and even keeled. So like I have no idea how he's gonna react to any of this happening. Yeah, because you know? he's just like he doesn't get in anyone's way. He's just like the nice guy. I'm I'm okay being off the starting lineup. I'm just happy to be here. You know, like the way he is. I'm
1: I'm excited to see what happens. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited too. I just feel like I don't know. I, I guess it just feels like I want them to handle it well. Yeah. and it feels like they threw it in into the season. And I'm not saying that hints of it weren't there before. Because I don't know enough. I don't remember enough about this guy's character. Sure, sure. Well, I don't think he had one. But it, it just. It, it's, felt, it's felt nuanced so far for me. I, but I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And it's also stressing me out a little bit because I, I wonder, like, what's. You know, it's going to explode in some way, right? Like, what in yeah. what way is it going to explode? Obviously. Something's is it going to be with Zava? Is Zava going to be homophobic and have to get kicked off the team? Like, in my brain, that's what happens. I think oh, maybe Zava think finds out that. he's homophobic. Huh the team has to rally behind their teammate and then they end up picking Zava off the team even though he's the only one scoring points. But that culminates at a time where Jamie finally is getting really good so they end up not needing Zava and it's Jamie and his good teamwork with his friends that get them to the yeah, end. Actually, I think you probably just said exactly what it is. That was pretty good.
0: That makes sense, right? That's my yeah, that guess. Was- yeah, but you said that like it's a bad. You that was pretty good.
1: That wasn't bad. <laughs> that was, like no. You're right. You're right. What? Well, right. There would be and way worse. There would be yeah, way yeah, worse. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And it's pretty good. Like the way that.
0: worse was he get outed and the whole team says ah get out of here. But that's and then never Ted, happened. And then and then Ted comes in and says he was your teammate. He
1: was. He, that's he was teammate, the bad version of it. And then yeah. they're like ah oh, you're right. And they all show yeah. up with flowers at his doorstep. Mm-hmm. They're like, actually we're not homophobic.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the worst version that's mm-hmm. the bad version of it
1: <laughs> yeah or it's done like a like an after school special where they're like okay we have <laughs> to talk about it like everyone's like oh no with the locker rooms ah he should have changed separately or some other homophobic shit and you then know what the, i'd like and then ted to- yeah. last was like hey guys being gay is actually pretty cool and i was like oh my god
0: you're right <laughs> you know what i would like to see that isn't talked about uh i hope it's uh, similar to what you said but it's like Everyone says they're cool and Gucci, but then it shows, like, even when you are in a place that's maybe more woke or maybe more, like, liberal and maybe more accepting on the outside, no matter what happens, when a change like that happens unexpectedly in a male, cisgendered, straight, dominated field, there are going to be microaggressions. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm. like i i so i hope so i think there's a chance to really like say something that's true because it's also happened recently i feel like in sports too Mm -hmm. right like if any reporter found out any pro athlete that was not out was homosexual and was able to out them that reporter would think it's the like get of their career right Hmm. it would be all over the news like we would hear about it not as sports fans right so i think there's room here to say something and i and i I have faith so far, just because I don't like the Nate stuff. <laughs> yeah, I still think the writing of the show is really smart, but we'll see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You, I am optimistic. You are trepidatious. I think that's a good place to be
1: about this one plot line. I feel like yeah, just about this one sometimes thing. I've seen people drop the ball with this kind of stuff, so that's yeah. why I'm nervous. I don't want them. I don't want to hate the show because they drop the ball so hard.
0: Yeah, I, I I totally agree. But I think they've been so good about everything so far. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah. Well, Nick, do you have any more to say about Ted Lasso season three? Gosh, I feel bad because I've all I've done this episode is rail against it.
1: <laughs> no, I feel like no, I, said did. I did, I did,
0: I I know, I, I barely said anything positive. <laughs> I said a lot of negative things, but I, I will say. Every little thing in the show is still so good. The interaction between uh Ted and his son. Oh, 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 we didn't even talk about it. The the one storyline that has happened with Ted about his wife oh, getting with yeah. their couple's therapist, it's it's so good so far. And it's it, so good. And that phone call it that hurts Ted my call, feelings. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like real and it's good, and it's written mm-hmm. well, and uh and that oh my god, that conversation he had with his wife. Yeah, and she just sat there in silence because she couldn't say anything. It felt so real. It felt so mm-hmm. honest. Like that's why you watch the show for yeah. those moments of like real human heart. Marcus,
1: could you imagine? I wish he would talk to his fr- like. I don't. I feel like I like him having that he needs conversation. To talk to his friends.
0: Why doesn't he talk to his friends ever? But he just talk to
1: his friends about it. Anything ever? Because he's like, please oh, please it's time, time it. for the Diamond Dogs, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah cool, cool, cool. You're talking about like you sleeping with Rebecca's friend and her calling you a mess fun but like talk talk about about your son talk about what's happening with your wife talk about let the diamond dogs in baby they want to help let the
0: diamond dogs in ted is a little bit of a hypocrite
1: yes yes he it's so
0: funny because usually like masculinity toxic masculinity is like a machismo like he's not it's not toxic masculinity that he's doing but it is this like He does have a masculinity thing going on where it's not about you can talk about your feelings. You could talk about this, but like, but not mine. Like, no, no one wants to hear about like what's going on with me. I don't know if it's
1: masculinity. I feel like it has to do with like positivity. Like he's just like toxically positive in a way that is like I have to present as like everything's well and i'm here for you what do you yeah. need i'm oh, a giver that's what it
0: is no no no. that's what it is that's what it is it's the giver thing it's not the mm-hmm. positivity because yeah, he, yeah. he says negative things he sure. talks about Hispanic panic attacks he talks about things he talks about being a mess yeah it's the giver thing he does it. wow now i'm relating now it's about me again okay <laughs> yeah. uh, it's about him not wanting to be a burden he's yeah, a giver he likes giving that's where he gets his ha- happiness from mm-hmm. right but it's gotten to the point now where that's not enough right yeah. Just giving his all to everyone else. There's nothing for him left. Yeah,
1: I want to see more
0: people in this season give to Ted. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that way we can have Ted give to everyone else. And that's the happy part of the show where he rallies the team and gets everyone to win. And right now he's not doing his job. Literally. He hasn't done anything. (laughs) But yeah, that conversation. Marcus, I just, you get a divorce. Oh my God. Your wife is with the person that used to be the therapist for Mm-mm. you and your ex-wife. Mm-mm. No, thank Whoa. you.
1: No, that is so bad. It is so, it's so bad. So,
0: uh, on so, so many levels. bad.
1: It was a, a betrayal to her husband, her ex-husband. It is a betrayal, for, uh, like, ther- like therapy-wise. Like, is that malpractice? Like, what?
0: <laughs> it's definitely not good. It's that definitely. Is- oh next oh that my is God. like
1: you are in a position of power you are in control of this relationship you have that you're weird... in
0: control of their relationships mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like
1: i've it never been in couples so counseling much.
0: but like d- d- the premise of somebody is is arbitrating your relationship for you like they are going through the back and forth of the things that are wrong and whose fault is what like you go in there saying my partner did this bullshit yeah and then you say well my partner did this bullshit yep. and they said okay well let's unpack how does this exactly. and they're like doing that and then they're yeah. like hey ted you know maybe you messed up and then taking a note is like and when i get there i'm gonna make sure <laughs> That I will always watch. I mean, like, at okay, Ted, and then, and then and then and then Rachel or whatever the fuck your name is. T- tell tell me again, wh- wh- what do you think Ted's not fulfilling? So sexually in the bedroom, he's
1: like, <laughs> what it's the manipulative. fuck? It is manipulative. It's so Look, manipulative. you've had therapy, I've had therapy. Yeah, you yeah. know what a vulnerable place that is. And imagine yes. if that person was trying to fuck you. No, that
0: sounds like a rom com that happens if, that happens It's in, bad. What is it? Fifty fifty. It 50 fifty fifty. I don't know what that is. But Joseph Gordon Levitt and Seth Rogen. Is Joseph Gordon Levitt gets therapist? cancer. Well, no, Joseph Gordon Levitt gets cancer. Seth Rogen's his best friend, and Anna Kendrick is this this is a shrink, and they do fall for each other. And no,
1: it's no, yeah, it's a good movie. No, no, no. Ooh, no let me add no. it to my list. Fifty fifty. You never seen fifty fifty. No, I've never seen fifty fifty. But that sounds terrible and like
0: a bad thing to do because it's joseph Gordon 11 and Anna kendrick you want them to get together hard disagree (laughs) well we'll watch the movie and we'll talk about it but yes it's such a betrayal it's such like and i understand the show's gonna be like he was always a good guy it happened after like no matter what at the end of the day there is a grossness involved
1: that you can never get over that betrayal yeah like oh my goodness Crazy, but I'm excited. But he talked about it, and I'm excited to see how things continue to play out. Yeah, same.
0: It happened right at the end of the last episode, Mm -hmm. so it's like I don't know what more is going to come. But it felt like a big step for Ted. Yeah, and I felt like the wife was silent because she knew. Wow, Ted never tells me he's mad. Yeah, I need. I'm. I'm in shock, and I need to just listen because I was talking with Lexi about it. It's like I was like I was like it's kind of weird that she's silent. Like normal people would just instinctively say. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for you to find out. Or it, get defensive. We never meant yeah. to hurt you. Some She said nothing. And maybe because she only could say three sentences, and she already said them for that episode. <laughs> maybe there's real reasons. But at least in the reality of the show, she didn't say
1: anything. Yeah. Isn't that I, strange? Isn't that interesting? It was interesting. I think that like, yeah. it was good. It was good. She knew she was in the wrong, right? She was doing something. She was obviously not being super open about it. So like she knew she was in the wrong and I think that she was, I think that moment shows that she respects Ted as well, which was good. Yeah. Because if she was being super defensive or super shitty about it, she becomes a villain, not a partner that we want to see Ted raise his child with.
0: As I'm scrolling through, I just, just thinking about some of the gags from the show that really made me laugh out loud. I really liked when Roy and the assistant coach were fi- trying to figure out how to mess with Nate's team and they like, and they said, and they're expecting us to do this. And then we're expecting them to do this. And then we're going to do this four, five, four, four, two, And then Ted's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is looking good gang. Do you really think you can get Zava to do this? Fuck, and they push it over. It's like you know that those moments yeah, yeah. are like that. Humor of the show really, really works, and yeah. I really, really love those moments.
1: You I know? think the heart is still in the show. I think it's still yeah. fun. I think after 100%. you know, Darren had mentioned in the chat earlier about like this season being really tumultuous and and them having some difficulties with um Jason Sudeikis wanting this to be the last season and Apple TV and producers wanting it to continue.
0: They want it to be The Office, and he wants it to be Breaking Bad or whatever. I
1: am on the side of Jason Sudeikis. I think after this season, I don't want it anymore. I think a a show needs to be three seasons long. I think... I mean, Breaking Bad's five, and they say that it's the best show of all time. I hated Breaking Bad. It was too long. So- I hate Breaking
0: Bad. It's too boring. <laughs> it's so boring. I will go on YouTube and watch the good moments of Breaking Bad because there's like six of them that are like great speeches. And yeah. I am the thunder. I sure. am whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. cool, great. Mo- you ain't got to watch the whole show to get long. there. It was too long. It was too seasons. long.
1: Three seasons is... Perfect. Now for everything. Given- Sometimes one season is perfect. If it, or like Taskmaster can go on forever because it's not that kind of show. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of an example of a show that lasted exactly the right amount of time.
1: It's hard. It's really. Oh hard my god, there was just one. Show. Oh shoot. It was, was really okay. hard to think. Maybe more. not three seasons, but like three. No, no. I think I think you're, I think like you're right.
0: right. No, you're no 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 no. Sorry, Marcus. Your instinct is totally correct. The good place. I just can't think of marcus did you keep watching good place after i season watched two? Tell all me the, the good
1: place and i do think oh. it could have been three seasons long. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i yeah it has any not not in terms of like the fourth season was worthless i think they could have like shortened everything and compressed it into three i stopped seasons. watching
0: when they got back to the real world it was it was still good i liked it i didn't i'm not saying whether it was good or bad i just actually just stopped watching
1: i just I'm just saying I have trouble finishing, finishing things. Oh, Darren agrees. Thought. Yeah, she loves the good place. I love the good place. I think it's great. Shows that over the garden wall. I don't think should have been three seasons. I think it's perfect as one little cute season that is near and dear to my heart. That was perfect. I'm Ah. Season. Avatar, the last airbender. That mm, was that three seasons or was that four? I think that was three. That was perfect.
0: Three, or maybe four. Let, let me look. It's on this list. It was three. Yeah, it was three. Yeah. And every time they are under, almost the perfect show. The Good Place last season was good, Nick. I will say, like, you should watch that. Man, there's so many things I need to finish. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. People should finish television shows. Whatever. <laughs> Who's
1: got time, man? Who's got flipping time for that? Are okay, I don't want to keep going through my shows and figure out what was good and what wasn't.
0: Well, I Googled shows that lasted less than five seasons that are great, and I haven't watched any of these shows. Or I have, and I, like, disagree. That's fair. Like, they put Pushing Daisies on this list. Pushing Daisies is a wonderful show. It got canceled. That doesn't
1: count. Yeah. I, it's I, not. Yeah, they didn't have it.
0: Avatar The Last Airbender is the best and only example. <laughs> <laughs> because that show was perfect. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty, pretty freaking perfect.
1: Yeah. They for like Sherlock on the show. They're talking about bringing Sherlock back. One season. And that last season of Sherlock wasn't great. One season's also good. I think some shows need to end. I don't yeah. think you want a Fleabag. Fleabag was great. I could have. I could. I wanted. I wanted a third season, man. Well, it, then it would have been three seasons, and that still fits the criteria. But it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Like no. none of these shows get it right. I guess except
0: you're right. Avatar: The Last
1: Airbender. <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender is one of the best shows ever made. That's it. That's. Ugh.
0: That's it. That's our consensus. That's our takeaway from this episode of Ted Lasso <laughs> and from our episodes of our podcast. Avatar, a- Avatar The Last Abender is, really is a perfect show. show. Ever made. Mm-hmm. But then they brought back a sequel. They brought a sequel. And that's Cora. like mixing.
1: Nah, it's a spin off. It's different. I, uh,
0: you're right. They're, they are making like direct sequels soon that are like mm-hmm. movies or some shit, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, Star Wars. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well, those are movies. TV's harder. Yeah. yeah Twin yeah, Peaks? Yeah. Was Twin Peaks perfect? No. That no. was weird. I, don't even tell me. No. <laughs> don't even tell me anything about Twin Peaks. <laughs> this is weird. That's a weird show. Alright. Well, Marcus, is there anything else you would like to talk about? About uh, what are we talking about? Ted <laughs> 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 Oh,
1: we get distracted sometimes. No. Feel, you know what's funny? I feel like because it's a stream, sometimes I'm like, we're just hanging, we're chilling, we're streaming. It's, we, we have to talk for like five hours. It's okay. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is like a podcast. We got to keep it tight. Marcus, I will say,
0: I'm sure every fan of this show would say, maybe your episode should be 30 minutes long and you just talk about the thing. Honestly, we should talk about it. We'd probably do better if we recorded two or three 30-minute episodes about things going forward. I was literally just thinking about this show. Can you focus for
1: that long? I can't focus for that long. That seems so so hard.
0: (laughs) You're so ridiculous. Uh, We can still have tangents. It's just what, you know what? what, Talking about this show made me realize that I I think I would enjoy to do. Mm -hmm. Talk about a show as it's coming out. We've never done that. And I don't know if we have the show or the format to do that. But if anything comes along in the next year or so, we should experiment with that. Because that sounds fun. Like to every week go back and talk and continue a conversation about a thing as it's growing and find out if we're right or wrong in our predictions mm-hmm. and what we mm-hmm. think about a show. I'm just throwing it out there. Go to the Patreon. Sign up and tell us what you think. Let,
1: let us know. We'll, do, we'll follow the money. Well, we said we would start a D&D podcast. We said we would start a podcast where we talk about other things. I feel like we could start a podcast where we don't talk about movies at all. <laughs> We, like who knows we could talk about we something talk
0: about, else what were you we talking about we could
1: do one of those uh what is it reddit things like am i an asshole and then just <laughs> just clip that damn that's a great idea we should do that there's five million <laughs> every fucking every other podcast is that format well, i know but we could do it better <laughs> that's, Anyway, that's the trapping that's <laughs> marcus
0: marcus What's anything up? else about ted lasso season three no the answer is no good job marcus first question did you like ted lasso season three so far i did i did nick same question did you like ted lasso
1: season three so far
0: against what it sounds like i felt the entire episode we just <laughs> recorded i very much enjoyed ted lasso season three and i was upset there was only four episodes for us to hell launch. yeah Hell yeah. Are you going to continue watching? No.
1: Or would you recommend Ted Lasso? I would recommend the shit out of Ted Lasso season three. If you never watched Ted Lasso, go back and watch it. It's great. Nick. Would you recommend Ted Lasso?
0: A little pushback. That is not recommending Ted Lasso season three. That's recommending Ted Lasso season one. And then if they like you it, they'll Skip stick season
1: one and two and go right to three. Is that
0: good? <laughs> Made you commit. That is not the way you should go. I do not recommend season three. Go back and start at the beginning. <laughs> that was better. But I like where we're going, and I'm excited to see more. Okay.
1: Marcus, are you going to continue watching it? I am definitely going to continue watching it. I don't what see a world
0: you? where I don't finish this. This is legit one of the shows that we actually actively watch we are going to finish the show uh you know there's not a lot of shows that are like that for me uh we we fall off a lot of shows i fall off a lot of shows a lot this is not going to be one of them i will be finishing this show and if you guys want us to check back in at the end of the season let us know because we'd love to talk about it more yep we'll do a season 3.5
1: the second half of
0: for branding i'm pretty sure we would figure it out guys Mm Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, this was a Patreon powered episode, which means you can go to patreoncom nowtrythiscast. Join the Patreon, you get access to the Discord, you get to give us your suggestions every month, and then you get to vote every month on what those things will be, and watch us here live on Twitch discussing your picks. You can also follow us everywhere at Now Try This Cast. Come and join the conversation. Be our friend. Follow us everywhere. But if you can't do any of that, if you ain't got the money to subscribe, we completely understand. Just go ahead and leave us a, a, a uh, review on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast,
1: on YouTube, wherever you are listening to this. Thank you so much. Like, comment, subscribe, baby. It's all free. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We love you. Good night. And remember to go out there and try things. Good night. Good friends get together so they can try things. How yeah, about
0: a dance podcast so that you can try things. I know, but
1: Love and Blind is so fucking hot right now. Everyone's reacting to it, dude. That's true. It's fucking That's and it's because it's fucking. This season's crazy. I have never watched it before, so this season it's just. Feel, I can't tell what's the standard for crazy. You know. Your what's your one word description of this season so far?
0: It is weird as fuck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is weird That's- as fuck.